0: this episode is a part two episode meaning that it's a continuation of the conversation from our previous episode part one if you haven't listened to that now is a great time to pause listen to part one first and then come back for part two
1: welcome to heather's most precious i'm heather i am a wife and a mother and an insurance agency owner a friend and a pta advocate i am so excited to talk about all of the things that i find most precious here within our community within our lives and within our friendships and relationships here on heather's most precious that's awesome i, I think that you kind of hit the nail on the head with road trips we are ever-changing and evolving, and I think that the the faster we embrace that, yes. especially with our partners, mm-hmm. the more that we're able to, and I think it took the, the accident that I was in a couple of years ago for me to realize, like, how much control I actually like to have, and it's a lot, yep. <laughs> and I don't know why I didn't realize it sooner, but um, and my husband's very. We always joke that he's in sloth mode. He's just not in a hurry to go anywhere and do yeah, anything. And just chill. He even when we recorded together the other day, he listened back to a piece and he's like, "I actually talk really slow." I'm like, "Yes, you do. <laughs> very slow." But um, but it's it's neat to be able to embrace the parts of him that are so much better than me. Right? right? Are the parts that um that make him. Slow, right, in speed and make him not in a hurry. And he's like, well, I just want to drive the long way home. And I think that's really sweet now. I don't when we're late for something. (laughs) Right. Um, (laughs) Caveats. (laughs) Absolutely. But I just, I think that specifically having time in the car to engage. And we love to go to concerts. And so being able to drive, we just went to Atlanta last weekend, oh, Chris yeah. Stapleton, oh, um, for kind of a gosh. post-birthday yes. um, for my husband. And just the, the time, we actually finally, our 15-year wedding anniversary was in June, and we didn't do anything then because it was midweek and kids and sports. And so um, we got to stay over, and just the time... Being able to celebrate the life that you've built, but also, yes, joke around and have fun and sing songs and be silly and, and enjoy new food spots. Um, but again, learning, mm-hmm. right? There's there's a new song that comes on and you're like, oh, I didn't know you listened to them or just different things that help make your marriage new again. Mm-hmm. And so kind of
2: piggybacking off of that yeah. from a point standpoint, opening up a new business mm-hmm. to me is very similar in terms of you're right. I didn't realize how much control I like to have until like, you realize that there's only so much control you can have in this situation. Right. Like starting a business, you're, way, you're very dependent on a lot of mm-hmm. other people and you can't just do everything, you know, yourself. And so I definitely resonate with what you just said because the past two years, because we've been over, we just celebrated our one year anniversary. The year before that was a lot of prep. <clears throat> and, of course. So the past two years have been such a growing experience in terms of I, so there's this phrase that I really like called trust your wings, not the branch. So oh. birds, don't have confidence because they trust the branch beneath them they have confidence because they trust their wings to make them fly and so i just realized how much i was depending on the external circumstances to keep me calm mm-hmm. and then you open up a business and you're like oh no i cannot depend on external no. circumstances because the bridge is always breaking yep. and so it was it's been such a growing experience in terms of releasing control and just having confidence in your competence mm-hmm. and knowing that whatever happens I mean, literally, you're gonna get through it. Absolutely. And just not being so scared of the unknown or the yeah. worst that could happen and all of that stuff. So it's, yes, definitely in terms of a marriage, that is communication and learning new things and stuff, but also in opening up a business, learning new things and valuing learning new things and you know critiques and all of these things and how to be better. I think they're very similar circumstances in Absolutely. terms of what you learn about yourself. Yes, It's been very interesting what I've learned about myself like the mirror that has been put up mm-hmm. not only in being married and, and relating to somebody on that level, but also being a business
1: owner and mm-hmm. just every, you just learned so much about yourself. Um, I Oftentimes before I even go to my team about something, I'm like, okay, did I communicate this effectively? Mm-hmm. How could I have done? Di- and like, it, have I separated emotion or what, you know, whatever that is. Um, but I think the more that you do look inward, right? The yes. more you have an opportunity to grow and better yourself and your your so right, everything is about that, right? Cuz mm-hmm. everything is relational. Yes. Whether it's in the business sense, whether it's um, you know, agency owner to client, whether it's cookie to hand, whatever it yes. looks like there's that relational component that if that is healthy,
2: mm-hmm.
1: which takes time, mm-hmm. but it also takes both people, yes. right? um to uh, to yeah, to embrace the season you're in. Really look at making the change that's necessary, but but truly just um, remembering the why, right? Why did you say I do? Or yes. why you know why did you open the business? What was the intention behind mm-hmm. it? And how do we continue to bring that why to life? Yes, right? by you making new recipes, right? Constantly recreations. And how do we make this better? Mm-hmm. Um, Or or here, how do we reach more people? What does that look like Um, while still having the heart of, yeah, the heart of the reason behind it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been um, so
2: interesting because uh, I personally feel like, the success of a relationship is depends on the success of the individuals yeah. and and how they can come together as whole people yes. and create a very successful relationship and so it's been interesting in terms of my personal journey when we first decided to do this store i was a self-admitted introvert and i was a people pleaser and so i was like really scared and socially anxious of being like mm-hmm. what if people don't like me you know what i mean yeah. and just through this whole process uh i just recently realize that I'm actually an extrovert who's just really scared of being judged. And it's like, so now through this process and like with my husband holding my hand, cause he's always been an introvert, just been able to be like, Oh my gosh, I, I'm an extrovert. Like I do like people and making yeah. those connections and like this kind of like inherent vulnerability that comes with meeting somebody new and getting to know somebody. And I just love every part of it. And the connection has been my favorite part because it has, it just forces me to kind of like get out of my comfort zone and you're meeting all these new kinds of people and what they bring to you, not in terms of what they can do for you, but what they bring to you in terms of what they bring out of you yes. It's been that's been my favorite part of this kind of like season of my life is like, I can actually enjoy these relationships I have mm-hmm. with people. Cause you don't realize like, exactly everything is a relationship like a business relationship a personal relationship but it all affects you so it's all personal right and so that's been such a my husband and i were literally talking about this last week and he's Mm -hmm. like this has been such a transformation for you from like introvert Mm -hmm. to extrovert and just like totally comfortable in every situation and just like looking to have a good time and like enjoy whatever i can about every situation and so it's interesting the personal transition that i've made and just my husband is just kind of, like, clapping
1: and cheering oh, me on. Wow. And I'm like, you're just so sweet. <laughs> He's just the best. That's awesome, yeah. And you keep clapping from the couch. I'm going to go out. Right. Find <laughs> <by> the party. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm going to find the party. I think um, that is often what we find in good relationships, right, is mm-hmm. very, very opposite. right? You always hear opposites attract. Um, what is, especially being, I'm going to go this route, being a, a woman in mm-hmm. the business world. hmm I think that, um, I'm not going to go all feminist on anybody, but I think that there is definitely, when you talk about Matt being the face versus you, mm-hmm. there is a difference yeah. in, and I think treatment, but also in expectation. Mm-hmm. How has that been? What have you experienced, um, kind of in that regard? Sure. Oh my gosh. It's been
2: very interesting. So especially when we were doing our build out, uh, mm-hmm. and you know, you're just trying to there's a hundred different people you have to talk to. And I remember at first like I would be calling these vendors and I just could not get a response. Or if I if I actually got a hold of them, it was like, yeah, 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 I'll get it to you. And kind of like out of principle at first I was like, oh no, they're they're gonna get it to me. And then we started getting up to like deadlines and stuff. And then you know, my husband would call them and it, they would answer on the first time and they'd be like, I'll get that to you tomorrow. And so there was just this very obvious difference of treatment, uh, which is unfortunate, but I don't know if I was overly surprised. Mm-hmm. Um, just a quick story, we were having, yeah. we had somebody, we had problems with our door one time. And um, so the, the door, the company who was uh, maintenancing the door, there is a you had to use an Allen wrench to dog and undog the door and so he was telling me like well I you know it's an old door you know grease and dust and all that stuff and he was like and you're gonna need a one-eighth inch Allen wrench and I was like okay and he stomped and he like put his hand down and he was like do you need to write this down and I was like no, I don't. I I've, I've dealt with Alan wrenches before. Appreciate you yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's just like you know, and I'm sure he. I'm sure he really meant mm-hmm. it nicely, and like like, hey, I don't want you to forget this, and I don't want I don't want you to get the wrong size. But it was just this whole. Um, there's an undermining of competence. Oh,
1: 100.
2: And so I I feel like that's kind of the job of a southern female business owner has to include. Uh, proving your competence daily. And then, and eventually, honestly, like it becomes this like game almost Mm -hmm. like, okay, you can underestimate me and then I'll kind of like overperform. And it's like this fun little give and take, but they're going
1: to pretend like you forgot. And then we're going to remind you. (laughs) Yes,
2: Uh, but I will say when we started getting up against those deadlines on our build out, it got very stressful and uh, you know frustrating, obviously, but there's just this, I feel like there's just extra step That I have to take just to start at the same level of, you know, if my husband were to call Mm -hmm. them. Because also I am younger and my husband is older. There's a 15-year age difference. And so he's kind of just got that, like... He's at that age where he's like, he still looks young, but he's got gray hair. So it's like, you know, he's distinguished, but he's still like with it. So he's just at that perfect age where he gets gets all the respect. And so, and I know that I'm younger. And so I'm sure people don't understand the experience that I'm coming Mm -hmm. with and probably try to over explain, which I'm happy to, I learned something new. That's great. I'll sit there and listen to your explanation. Sure. Uh, But it has been uh, for the most part. I would say that has been 5% of my experience. Everything else has been super great. Um, it's We always joke that it, it, it's, we may want to cut this, but when people will come in and they'll be like, you know what you should do? Blah blah blah. Like, tell me how to run my business. And it's always men. Oh, of course. And then the women <laughs> who come in and say, "This is amazing. How can I help?" Right. And so it's just—it's almost like this different vibe that you mm-hmm. get from the two different genders. But that's—that's uh, that's probably the biggest difference. Now that I think yeah. about it, is there's help and advice that's offered, and um, I mean, both are appreciated. I mean, I guess both it. Ends up as advice either way because I can take it or leave it. So. Right?
1: Yeah, and we're gonna smile at you like we appreciate it, regardless of it's truthful. Right? Yeah, exactly. I remember when I first took over this insurance agency, I um, I called out just to tell my client, you know, hey, this is who I am, and I'm really fabulous, and you should like me. And I remember the first uh, one of the first men who answered, and mm. um, and he said, "Well, I didn't give you permission to buy that book of business," and I was like. Oh, dang. Wow. Okay. And then it just, it was that reality test. Yep. Like, oh, okay. This is where we are. Mm-hmm. This is where we are. Okay. So I kind of braced myself. and mean, the next call and its this one. She's like, you're our new agent. Oh, my goodness. I love female power. Yeah, this is so great. Oh, and I'm like, honey. I so needed you. So I got off the phone all teary-eyed because I'm like, I just needed someone to be grateful. Yay. And because and, I know what I bring to the table and mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. And sometimes I think it's so easy, and I've been there before, where you can judge a situation Mm -hmm. or you can look at something from the outside and think you know what's going on or think that your way is better. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's, A, it's not because we're not as great as we think. Um, And, two, right, you have to remember kindness is always going to rule out. Mm -hmm. And when you approach someone with kindness, whether you think your idea is great or not, like, just be nice. Yeah, and there's always something to learn. Oh, one hundred
2: percent. That that's the biggest thing. Like I, I feel like I'm just like a sponge. And honestly, even if somebody is condescending, I still listen to them because right. it's like, I mean, maybe they maybe they have that attitude right. yeah. for a reason. I don't know. But there's just this like, I feel like a lot of times people get to a certain point when they're just like, ah, oh, I know it all, or at least mm-hmm. I have no interest in learning anything new, and I just do not understand that because I'm always so interested in what I can learn from this situation. And I'll tell you in business, there's plenty to learn Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you never stop it. I'm sure you know that. But there's always something to learn even if it's just a little um, conversation you have with somebody and you can learn, oh, well, I guess, you know, the way they worded that triggered me a little bit because Mm -hmm. you know, blah, blah, blah." And so I learned a little bit about myself. Mm -hmm. So it's, maybe it's some advice that they give and maybe it's just something you learn about yourself, but you always something to learn, which really kind of like, helps me like it knocks me down in terms of trying to like puff up my chest oh, and yeah? prove myself if I feel like I've been condescended or something and it's just like well what am I learning here? Like, oh well mm-hmm. I'm learning I don't like being condescended, that's right. for sure, right. but we can work on that. Yeah. Uh but that's just I just feel like there's always something to learn from every interaction, right. and I would prefer it to be a great piece of advice. But sometimes it could just be what I learn about myself, and maybe about the kinds of people I don't want to be around. Exactly, <laughs> or how I would not like to talk to other yeah, people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> maybe they're a, a good example of what not to do.
1: Of course, of course, I love that. And within, kind of within our community or outside of our community, I think what is the the one thing that you would tell someone? whether they are a female business owner or whether they are looking to become, maybe they're just interested in entrepreneurship, what would you, what advice would you give them? Oh, okay. So, so that's interesting. If there's no,
2: um, business experience, I feel like you're getting a job at some kind of, startup or new business and you just you realize it's so funny we've been open a, a year now and when we hire somebody new they come in for official training and these are our policies and this is how we do things but we've got one or two that have been there from the beginning and we always joke about how like literally on our opening day we had no policies no procedures like we didn't know it was going to go like you know cookies come out of the oven and then where are they going to cool and then how do they get on the trays and then when do we put them in the display case like it was just a wait and see and so uh, that's one thing i wasn't especially as a control freak perfectionist one thing that i had to get used to was just kind of like the fluidity of Being a new business owner but being part of a new business and so if you can get involved in a new business in whatever capacity like wherever your expertise lies get involved in a new business and you can just see how fluid the whole situation is and how that does what I tell our GM sometimes she'll ask me questions and I'll be like I I don't know but let's try this Mm -hmm. and I try to tell her like we had no idea what we were doing when we opened Mm -hmm. and Every situation that comes up, is it's the first time it's come up, and so it's like, don't think that there's always an answer, and don't think right. that there's always a right answer. We're just going to try to figure out what the best course mm-hmm. of action is right now, and if it's wrong, we'll do it again and figure something else out. Um, so, But then also, I would say, let go of any sense of control or perfectionism <laughs> you have. If that is something you deal with, talk about it with your therapist Absolutely. and get rid of that, because you cannot be a perfectionist, and you cannot be a control freak as an entrepreneur. But surrounding yourself with that energy. Even if you can't get into a new business, surround yourself with new business owners. Like It really is. It's so fun to be around. I just had a lunch this morning with two other female business owners. And it's just such a different energy. Like the problem solving and this is what I'm going through. And then just the way you think about things is so different because your options are limitless. Like you're not operating within a box. You own the business. You can do whatever. And the energy is so unique and beautiful and collaborative. And so even if you can't get into a new business before you start your own, surround yourself with those people because it really is, it's just a different mindset. And if you're used to working a nine to five, that's a different mindset. Mm-hmm. If you're not used to working a nine to five, surround yourself by people who, with people who don't and you'll easily kind of shift into that mindset when it's your time to start your own business.
1: Absolutely, I think those are all so great. All right, Meg. So, ooh, I just called you Meg. Was that offensive for you? No,
2: no, not at all. So okay. listen, it's the weirdest question I've ever been asked is, is it Megan or Megan? And oh, that- I just never knew there was a difference. Mm-mm. I mean, it's just. I would have always kind just send Megan. Exactly, it's kind of like the dialect you bring to it, but right. it's just like I don't know. It's just call me whatever <laughs> you want. <laughs> I I well, I'm okay. And because I'm a twin, and so yes. I'm so used to being called somebody else's name anyway. It's right. like I mean, if you just say. Something that rhymes with Megan, I'm happy because you know who I am. What's your twin's name? Jessica. So it's not even close. And so it's, it's. Your parents were smart. I know. And she said, my mom said she did that on purpose. She didn't want to do like a Megan and a Reagan. Oh yeah. Because that's, I'm already, so I'm the youngest. And so, my brother's name is Nathan, and then my sister's name is Alyssa, and then my twin sister's name is Jessica. So, anytime I would get in trouble, it was always Nathan, Alyssa, Jessica, make it. Yeah. <laughs> and so, it's always
1: angry. And can you imagine
2: if that rhymed, <laughs> like yeah. she would just have it would have been a tongue twister just to get
1: on to me. So, no, you could call me Meg, yeah. call me whatever you want. Good. Thank you. You're welcome. Makes me feel better. <laughs> you always, I mean, sometimes I'll shorten names, like, not even, and then you're like, oh, no, they feel like, sometimes if you right. use someone's full name, they feel like they're getting in trouble. Or if you use a shortened name, they're like, you yeah, know, there's my brother-in-law is Andrew. And if you call him Andy, he, like, is like, oh, so oh, gross. And so you never want to call someone's name yeah. they don't want to be called. Right. Really familiar. No, you're good to Or know. it's a trigger. So, yeah. awesome. <laughs> well, I'm... As we start years, mm-hmm. right, typically, and I know obviously we're in the latter part of the year at this point. I can't believe it. I know. It's gone by very quickly. Um, I typically always like to do a so-called word right mm-hmm. for the year. Um, my word this year was overcome just from um, from the accident and from the mobility piece sure. that I'm dealing with, right, and just from everyday, whether it's in, in the home, in the, um, in the office, right, mm-hmm. having having that word that Mm -hmm. you will overcome, whatever it is, right? Kind of similar to this too shall pass. Sure. Um, But just that, do you ever do focal words? Do you ever have a kind of a resolution, anything like that? So I
2: definitely have resolutions because I am a goal person. Okay. Uh, I do love a goal. Ask my husband. Uh, And it's interesting. So I love the focal word because sometimes with a goal, I get kind of misguided in terms of like, I focus on the goal instead of, well, I want to be the kind of person who achieves this goal. So it's like, I don't, you know, I don't want to, be at the top of Mount Everest I want to be the kind of person who can summit Mount Everest Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and so no I love that so I do resolutions and they're very um focused and then I mean this is a whole day process for me and I will go back and I will work it back into it like well this is where I want to be then how do I get there from here and so I do love a plan, as we've already talked about. <laughs> yes, yes. Give me a plan and I will give me success. So, no, I don't I don't have necessarily a focal word, but I do love that idea in terms of just keeping a concept in your mind, which I think mm-hmm. I do energetically anyway. Yeah. Like if there are certain – I do things in the morning from a routine standpoint to get me into a certain mindset. And so I think it's the same concept. Absolutely. But I actually do like that as an idea, and I'll probably adopt that for 2024. Yeah. If, like, you know, just have it – Whatever, on the background of my phone and maybe on the stain on the mirror and things like that. But I love that as a concept.
1: Of course. If you were to have to sum up your goals in Mm. one word, what is a word that you could (sighs) put on it?
2: Improvement. And that is just because for so long I was a perfectionist Mm -hmm. and like that was the goal, right? And for me, and I'm gonna get real deep, but for me perfectionism was just a defense mechanism. Mm -hmm. And so to focus on improvement, like actual improvement and not perfectionism for the sake of um, not having to be accountable for anything, that's been a really big transition for me. And so I, and that's something I do is I take where I'm currently at and I just figure out how I can get a little bit better at it. And then eventually you'll get to that goal. But I think for me, especially when I think about the goal and then I think about where I'm at, I think, Oh, everything will be great when I'm at this goal. And then you forget to really just enjoy the journey of the the process of becoming this kind of person. And so I think improvement would probably be a great way to summarize
1: my goals. That's awesome. And I think you always hear taking a small very minute percentage of change creates habits within ourselves. And so often I think you always shoot to the end, right? Mm -hmm. And the end goal is for me, I want to walk unassisted. I want that to be the end goal. But you forget that just doing exercises daily or just doing Mm -hmm. these small things will help improve along Mm -hmm. the way. Because I think for anybody, wherever you are, whether it's job, workplace, home, um, or job and workplace are the same thing. Heather, you're very smart. Hey-o. Um, and but wherever you are, even on vacation, I think there is often this piece of ourselves. I think it's just the human nature that wants to be somewhere that you're not. Mm-hmm. Right? We have straight hair. We want curly hair. We have blue eyes. We want brown. W- whatever it is, it's summer. We want it to be winter, yes. but in the winter, we want it to be summer. I think it's just that ugly beast, right? Mm-hmm. That always strives for something that um, is, and I don't know. I I just don't even know what that is in us. Totally. And I think having your mindset as far as just the improvement, knowing that you're going to see it and Mm -hmm. you're going to be able to look back and see how far you've come. Yeah. Instead of looking from where you are, it always seems so far to go. Yes. And that's, I listened to this thought work coach. She has a podcast
2: and she calls it the infinite 1%. And it's mm-hmm. because the difference between zero and one percent is infinite. You're like doing nothing towards your goals versus doing something, which is at least mm-hmm. getting you further. And it's mm-hmm. even the the distance between zero and one percent is even bigger than the distance between ninety nine and one hundred percent. When mm-hmm. obviously mathematically right. the same, <laughs> but from so an energy standpoint, it is doing nothing towards your goal versus doing something is infinite. And that's exactly what we're talking about. It's like, it's just improvement. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's a lot of improvement. Some weeks it's crazy improvement. Mm-hmm. And then some weeks it's like, all I can do to do anything towards my goals, but right. still doing it. Cause that infinite 1% really does
1: make all the difference. It does. And I think as you, as you get older, right. Yes. And as you see things, all of that then comes into perspective yeah. a little bit more and it makes it that much easier to to say okay i'm ready for the change mentally and physically yes. but then actually putting in the work and the effort and um, so i love that that's awesome good i'm glad i would encourage anybody listening today if you don't have either a focal word or a goal for the remainder of 2020, 2023 2023 Almost forgot what year was right <laughs> <laughs> special, and then I would encourage you to think about make your list of goals, or think about what have you already seen, and let's look back at ways that we can be grateful for growth that has already happened, or maybe for events that have now caused you to want to make mm-hmm. a difference or make a change, mm-hmm. and then look forward. What are the things that you want to accomplish, or maybe it's something that you want to have your word um whether it's a great word or whether it's not um just having something that kind of encapsulates what you would like to accomplish i think those are um often ways right is taking that first step and the first step is knowing what are we trying to achieve mm-hmm. so i would encourage let's make the end of 2023 fabulous And even if the year hasn't started out the way that you wanted it to go, we do have a way to change, right? Yeah. No better time than right now. And we would love to hear about that. So definitely let us know so that we can cheer you along. And Megan, it's always a joy. And I'm so grateful that you took time to spend with me today. Thank you so much. Noah. this has been so great. Thank you. Absolutely. Now, in closing, I have to ask. Okay. What do you find most precious? Most precious. Okay. Okay, a little bit
2: of story time. Yeah. This whole thing has been story I time. I love it. <laughs> okay, so um, first, it's, I think, got to be laughter. I think that is yeah. so, first of all, a kid's laughter. I it's like mm-hmm. the little giggle of a baby or a toddler. But then also, I have lived abroad in several different countries and there is nothing that just breaks down barriers or judgments Mm -hmm. or anything more than laughter and it is so bonding and literally healing like i just Mm -hmm. there's nothing that makes me happier than just like tears streaming down my face Mm -hmm. laughing at something usually at myself so i would say laughter and then this is going to be the quick story time but sunflowers for me oh. are such a source of joy because so my grandmother okay. passed several years ago but I was involved in the corporate world back when I was in Nashville and every time I would go to a different city to open up a store my grandma would send me yellow roses okay. and so I always associated her with yellow roses and then and she passed before my wedding and so I was at a flower shop looking for yellow roses because we were going to do one of those dedication chairs at the wedding. Uh, So we just had a plaque with her picture and her name and I was going to put yellow roses because I was like, oh, that's quintessential grandma. And then I couldn't find any yellow roses, but then I just like zeroed in on this sunflower, literally one sunflower. And I was like, that's my grandma because she was so like happy and pleasant And so I got a sunflower and we, we did it. We got married at the end of Ross's pier. And so it was beautiful, gorgeous, but it was also the end of a pier. So it was kind of windy. So, um, I just remember walking down the aisle and thinking like, I bet that sunflower blew off an hour ago. And so I remember walking down the aisle and I looked back and everybody's hair is like blown in their face. It's getting caught in their lipstick. And then that sunflower is just like chilling there, like not being bothered at all. And so stable. it was there and it was there the whole wedding and it was just so beautiful. And so to me, it just felt like my grandma was there at the wedding. And so I've always associated sunflowers with A, my grandma, but B, just like her kind of personality. And then the older I get, the more I realize just how precious she really was. She was always so positive. And the more people you meet and the more, the more you kind of see who you connect with and stuff. And it's like, oh, I just wish I could, just like, be friends with my grandma. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So I think it's, for me it's going to be laughter because it's so it's such a healing uh, yeah. process. And, and universal. You know I mean? Exactly, universal. And then also sunflowers because they remind me of my grandmother. And then they just put me in such a
1: special, mm.
2: beautiful place.
1: I love that so much. You talked about how your grandmother was – perfect yes. and and, positive. Yes. and that was my granny who just passed away in February. Um, we always called her perfect Patty. Um, and she was so positive, just absolutely refused to be offended. I mean, you could insult her to your face and she'd be like, oh, well, darling, aren't you? sweet?" And just walk away. And just, and if I could learn how to do anything, mm-hmm. it would live a life that is unoffended. Yeah. Um, and it is a choice. Right.
2: right? Oh my gosh, the mental process. Yeah, I mean mm-hmm. that takes that takes some mental work for me. I'm I'm ready to look for the negative. Right. That's, I think that's what I like about my grandma is she was just always looking for the positive. When you get towards the end of your life, you know you you want to focus on the positives and you want to have a good time and I think that's something I didn't appreciate when I was younger is like mm-hmm. she just wanted to enjoy the last years yeah. of her life and that's why she was so incredibly pleasant and so mm-hmm. happy and I was like ah that. so that's like that's what I try to draw from my experience with my grandma I was like oh so mm-hmm. she was just really really wise Yes. and she was just like I'm just here to have a good time and so that's what that's I'm so trying funny. to do So like a lot of times I'll think of her and that's what I try to do is like I'm just here
1: to have a good time And look at the legacy that they left. Yeah, exactly. For, um, and and yes, encouraging you to take the best qualities and characteristics. Yeah.
2: And And all the grandkids. Absolutely. Yeah, I know. I I love her so much.
1: That's awesome. I know. It's when they go, Mm -hmm. which I I love that. She was there. Right. Yeah. And you had you had the flower and that it was the only thing in states from <laughs> <laughs> <During laughs> this wind. Right. Every, <laughs> everybody was affected by this wind. Absolutely. Yes. But I I love I love that. And I love the little pieces of joy mm-hmm. that you get. I had a banana popsicle last night, which is so silly. And playing a card game with my kids at my yeah. in law's house. And I, the second they gave it to me, I just started bawling because it reminded me of sitting at my grandparents' house oh on the farm gosh. and the eating banana. And they were like, are you okay? I was like, yeah, it's not a time. But it just, I couldn't stop. And You know, it. just the memories, whether it's a sound yes. or a smell or a song that you still listen to you. And yep. um, my grandfather loved "I'll Fly Away. And so anytime oh. I hear that hymn, I'm like, it's my grandfather's song. And so you think of those things and mm-hmm. it's, um, as much as there's a void that they're not here. Yeah. They, they, the memory of them, right, yes. that we get to hold dear is everywhere and kind of that constant reminder, whether it's a sunflower yes. or a banana popsicle, I which love it. is so random. But um, thank you so much for sharing that. No, thank you. That was actually a really
2: fun story to, like, relive and put me back in that space and so i appreciate the question
1: thank you absolutely we are so excited uh, to, for y'all to listen and join and whether it's a memory of a loved one whether it's setting a goal whether it's looking at potentially opening a business or being a woman in the industry and some tips and tricks, I hope that y'all have enjoyed this as much as we have enjoyed being together today and sharing. And we can't wait for you to join us on the next episode of Heather's Most Precious. Thanks, y'all.
0: Heather's Most Precious is brought to you with love by the Hendrickson Agency, an insurance agency serving all of Georgia and Tennessee. The Hendrickson Agency, properly protecting your most precious possessions. Support for Heather's Most Precious is provided by Study.com, which offers SAT and ACT study materials and even has resources for AP and college credit courses. Listeners of Heather's Most Precious get 30% off their first three months of any subscription level with offer code PRECIOUS. Just go to Study.com and use offer code PRECIOUS at checkout. Heather's Most Precious is produced by Chattanooga Podcast Studios and is part of the Podnooga Network. Find out more at chattanoogapodcaststudios.com. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back soon with another episode of Heather's Most Precious. Proud member of the Podnouga Network.